A to Z show. A to Z show. A to Z show. That's what the fans are screaming as they listen to this episode. This is our first episode of me being 29. Okay. Is it? I don't I can't remember. Uh, yeah, did I believe so. After my birthday? Uh, yeah, we did. Because this, yeah, we only took one week off. This is the second so. episode of me being 29, then. The first real one, I think. First true episode. The other one was all catch up. That doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, it hadn't really hit you yet. Oh, it back, takes a lot of thinking. Yeah, you, you went all out down here. You got your new little uh, fucking motherboard setup over there. Yeah. Like you're piloting the Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> reading the codes. I see it now. I see it. He's beginning to believe. <laughs> it's my Lawrence Fishburne impression. It's okay. Mm, it's not bad. <laughs> you need the glasses, though. The glasses are really tight. What's in your wallet? <laughs> that was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> It'll look the same to me. <laughs> Credit cards, I mean, not black people. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So what's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just rearranging down the basement. Been keeping me busy. Yeah? Cleaning yeah. up a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. That's tight. Yeah, some swap-in, swap-out kind of stuff. Got some new uh, new shelving units, so I'm trying to put those in get those ready. Oh. From what Ikea did you buy those from? Uh, from my friend moved into a house that came with furniture and he didn't want it, so he gave them to me. Ooh, nice. That's always a good steal. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's the best way to do it. That's how, like, half of my house is uh, furnished, so yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me in any way. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> I'm also still using the same, like, chest of drawers that I've had since I was, like, 12. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I just you haven't grown them. since then? I mean, like, it's, it's not like the the, you know... Your cabinet is going to get, like, it's not big enough to handle your clothes. Your shirts are pretty much, like, an extra large and a large fold up to about the same size. And I hang most of my shirts anyway, except for my t-shirts. Oh, okay. One of those guys. I mean, I was still using my same bed frame and my bed whenever Emma first moved into the apartment. And then she was like, we're getting a bigger bed. This is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. It was like, it was a twin. I still yeah. had a twin. Oh. On the same metal frame that it came in, the thing was like fucking, like almost ten years old. There was like there was literally a spring poking out of it at one point, like an old Looney Tunes cartoon of a bad bed. There, that literally there was a spring through it. And she's like, "We're getting a new bed. This is fucking ridiculous." So we have a queen now. Ooh. For the queen of questions, exactly that makes sense. I mean, I really want like a California king though. Just do like or like what's the bigger the Alaskan king? Is that the biggest one? I have no idea. I just want, like, a huge bed. <laughs> I just want my, my bedroom to be, like, 80% bed. So, like, no matter how drunk I am, I'm going to land on it. I don't have to worry about it. It literally is the bedroom. It's, just the, it's the best way to do it, man. Like, what would room you room an entire bed. I think that's a smart way to go. Yeah? Like, I, I just... Until you, you got to buy sheets for it, then you're like, sewing two pairs together they or fucking, something. They, they, if, if they make the bed, they make the sheets. That's There's no way they don't make one or the other. <laughs> you might have to pay a little bit more, but, I mean... You know, what's what's the price of comfort, really, when you think about it? Seven. Seven comfort? Mm-hmm. I have seven comfort. Did you just roll a d20 over there to pick that? In my head, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh... It's been, I've been catching up on um, other podcasts while I'm at work lately. You've been cheating on us? Yes. Damn it, Zach. I mean, like... We we've only got like sixty something episodes. Out. We don't have yeah. enough time to like. I it's not going to fill my whole week just listening to our podcast. You're just fantasizing about hosting with someone else, aren't you? No. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's 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 not somebody else. It's just something different is all. I like, get it. Though. Like, That's why I have Kevin and Ray over here. Maybe we should have like an open podcasting <laughs> relationship. <laughs> no, I was listening. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle was on Joe Rogan's podcast. I've heard of both of those guys. About three, four days ago. Yeah. That was pretty cool just to listen to. I just, I, I like hearing Dave Chappelle like talk. <laughs> I think I, I, I know that I have a tendency to suck the dick of stand up comedy and think that stand up comedians are the best thing ever and shit like that. You've mentioned it a few times. But Dave Chappelle is literally like, he's probably the funniest person alive on the planet. And he's so smart. And it's so cool to hear him like talk and not do bits. He's just like talking as a normal person. He's still funny. He's still cracking jokes and stuff every now and then, but he's just he just has points to make, so he's just talking like succinctly. Hmm. And it's like it uh, this is gonna sound so douchey, but it, it almost sounds like sage in a way. Like it it's like you walked up a mountain for three days and trekked up to uh Shangri La and now you're just hearing his wisdom. It was funny. It was it was cool. He's apparently also going to open up his own comedy club. Oh, yeah, where's that? I don't know where he's opening it. He hasn't really, like, uh, as, I mean, I didn't know most of the details. He might have mentioned it mm-hmm. since then. But he, uh, He's not an L.A. guy, is he? No, he, he's living in Ohio now. Oh, is he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, because, um, you know, the whole Chappelle show thing happened. Right. And then he was just like, fuck. Or he ran off to Africa. Or yeah, he was like, fuck all of this. I'm done with, like, showbiz and Hollywood and blah, 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 blah. Fuck all of you. And I was just like, man, I'm just going to, like, live a little bit. So he went to Africa for a little bit and, like, raised his kids for a while and just hung out. And then he started doing, like, uh, he was just doing, like, random impromptu shows. He at one point apparently drove his motorcycle like across the country. This was like like a cross country trip just to do it. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he had his tour bus with him and stuff like that following him, but he was just on his bike for most of it. And they were in, I think it was in Austin, it was a couple years back, and it was his birthday. And a guy was like, "Man, what do you want to do for your birthday?" And this is back then. He had, like quit dr- uh, smoking and drinking for a little bit. And he's like, "I, I just want to do stand up." So they went to just some random bar in Austin that was like almost getting ready to close, and the DJ was like stopping like you know kind of putting his shit up he's like hey man can i borrow your like microphone your speakers for a little bit and the dj knew it was dave Chappelle. And he's like yeah of course <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so he just starts like just kind of doing crowd comedy and just like ripping on the fucking people leaving and like fucking with the uh the wait staff that are cleaning up and things like that <laughs> and this is like right as twitter was getting big and so people started like tweeting like hey fucking dave Chappelle's just doing a show at this random bar in like austin or whatever and then that place got like filled <laughs> people just came in he did like a three-hour show just like talking to people and ripping on them and being funny and shit and so he just he started doing he did that kind of shit for a while and now he lives in uh i think it's dayton ohio okay he lives up there i think i think that's where he's gonna put his club not 100 percent on that though but uh it's going to be like 120 seats. Ooh. Just small, like, kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? It's like a stand-up word? No, 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 oh. no. It's not a stand-up word. <laughs> but it's just, it's like a small, like, homey sort of, uh, like, uh, um, fuck. God damn it. Like, I, I do this, and I can never think of words. Hmm. But like really close in sort of yeah. uh, intimate intimate yes thank you <laughs> fuck me okay. jesus christ everybody take a drink it took zach fucking 40 seconds to find a word again yeah i'm not gonna hit it any of that <clears throat> i'm gonna put that in our new fucking drinking game uh but um 
Yeah, it's gonna be like 120 seats, like really intimate, small, like belly room kind of style. And he wants to use it for like basically like an alternative comedy scene, like let people out there and try something new, not not the same old bullshit, and just kind of see what happens. And nice. I think that's fucking great. So we're gonna road trip out there for your open mic night. Oh my god, I, I don't deserve to be on the same stage as Dave Chappelle. I, I don't. I haven't earned that in any kind of a way. I almost wouldn't want to talk to him. I would disappoint him. He'd be like, this guy's kind of weird. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. And I'd, like, I'd go hang myself. <laughs> what but, a way to go, though. Yeah. It was funny. He was telling the story about, like, working this out. And he was apparently talking with Chris Rock. I was like, Chris, he's like, what do you think, like, the perfect, like, audience number is? Like, you know, like, where you feel the most comfortable. And Chris Rock's like, I don't know, like, 6,000. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot. You're like a fucking rock star. My bad. Uh, selling out arenas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he should be. I mean, Chris Rock's fucking hilarious. But, uh, yeah, that's going to happen, and I'm excited for that. That was a fun podcast to listen through. I just watched one of his earlier movies the other day. Chris Rock? Yeah, I went through the uh, Lethal Weapon series. Oh, yeah. Dude, those movies hold up so well. Lethal Weapon's awesome. I love those movies. Is he, is he Lethal Weapon 3 he was in? He was in 4. 4, mm-hmm. okay, Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah, dude, Lethal Weapon's the shit. That was Absolutely. before Mel Gibson went completely insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, Danny Glover. But, I mean, that. it's there. The hints are there. We, oh, we, yeah, no. we, we could have seen it coming if we were really paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect a lot of, like, you know, yelling cunt and uh, the N-word a lot. Like, right. I didn't really see that coming. No, you know. But, you know. To each their own. Yeah, what was it? I hope you get raped by a pack of... Uh, a pack of N-words. Yeah. N-words. Yeah. yeah. N-words. <laughs> uh, which is, like, for some reason to me, the most offensive word in that sentence is mm-hmm. not... The N word, it's pack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why that one is the one that makes me think it's the worst. I'm like, a pack of them? Like, not, not a group. Yeah. But not not, not a, a gathering. Yeah, no. not a, gra- a gathering, a gaggle, a team, <laughs> a pack. Like, they're animals. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that's the most offensive part of that to me. I don't know why. <laughs> Consequences will never be the same. Remember, like, I'm pretty sure that's the same voicemail, or was that the Mel Gibson voicemail? I'm not sure. No, yeah, yeah. I think it was the Mel Gibson voicemail where he's like, because again, he's yelling about all that shit. And then at one point during the voicemail, he's winded. He's like breathing heavily. He's like, and also, (laughs) and as a man who, I mean, I'm angry a lot. There's, you know, 60 something episodes of me being angry. I Rage keeps me warm in the winter. I don't think I've ever been winded by rage (laughs) in my life. Not even at Suicide Squad? That was close. No, I was too busy trying to drink beers to forget it was happening, to breathe. The breathing was getting in the way of the beers. You know what? Me and Emma were talking about this the other day. Now you said Suicide Squad. This made me think about this. Uh-oh. I, I, um, because I hated the Joker so much, <laughs> I almost like Birds of Prey more now. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't watched Birds of yeah. Prey since okay. the first time I watched Birds of Prey. Okay. And I almost like it more now than when I first watched it. I have, like, fonder memories of that than I do of the Joker. Interesting. And and Suicide Squad. I was about Suicide Squad. Was, okay. There's about... it's I, I, If I remember correctly, the movie is four and a half hours long. <laughs> and there's about 15 minutes that are kind of cool. Yeah. I'll give it that much. So if you really want to 
instead of watching the Suicide Squad, just like YouTube, like cool mo- cool moments from the Suicide Squad, and like you know you get like a fifteen minute little video. You have to watch seven ads, of course, but whatever. But yeah, I think that's way better to do than to watch it again. Or just hold out. We're getting the new one in August. And the new one looks kind of fun. I might enjoy that. But, uh... I saw today they officially got their R rating, so... Good. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I really like... And, I mean, I'm I'm sorry to offend everybody. I'm, I'm sure half of our audience love the Joker. And that's fine. You know, you can be wrong. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. We can still be friends. But I just... I... I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. <laughs> I hope that movie gets raped by a pack <laughs> of Eskimos. Inuits. <laughs> yeah, Inuits. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm not going to go off on a tangent again. We've, we've done too many episodes about that. But I just, I, I really, I, I think I wouldn't hate it as much if it hadn't won Oscars. But the fact that it won Oscars makes me hate it more. Does that make sense? <laughs> Not really, because you hate the Oscars. So. I do hate the Oscars. So you, you should almost be glad that something you hate gave something you hate something. Because that just verifies that you hate it for a reason. But but then I see like the movies that I like get snubbed by the Oscars, and then I see this fucking bullshit movie, which is almost a shot-for-shot remake of King of Comedy, which didn't win an Oscar, by the way. Correct. And then But this one can win an Oscar... I just I, I I hate it. I hate that movie. That might be my like my least favorite film. We should do that. Come up with a list of movies that we've legitimately seen but hate. You just like absolutely hate. Yeah, not like ones that just like people you know just hate because you know a lot of movies I'll just avoid because they're bad. A lot of movies that people hate I love. So <laughs> well, that's true too. I love bad movies. But then there's movies that I fucking can't stand. The yeah. Joker. Uh, uh, I'll correct you one more time. It's just Joker. There's no the. I don't care. There's no the. Hey, drop the the. <laughs> they did. Just go with Joker. Well, I tell you what. Next time, I'm not coming back for twenty percent. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back for a hundred. Is that the line? I've honestly never watched that movie. We're just gonna call this A to Z show now, not the A to Z show. Drop the the. I'm coming back for that eighty percent rev that eighty cent revenue you made in the last six years. <laughs> Shit, there goes my fourth monitor. Damn it, my four hundred one k. I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess movies you hate. I just off off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. Yeah, just name a couple. I don't know that I really hate anything, but there's ones I thought were like actively bad. Like what? Uh, well, the worst movie I've ever seen and had to sit through was Sound of Thunder. Easily. Sound of Thunder. Yeah, it was, came out. I was at the theater, so I had to preview it because I built it. And there was like six movies that came out that week, so I had to watch it, and it was awful. It's based on like a short story from like the mid 1900s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it sounds familiar. It's the one like it was one of the first ones to like come up with a story off of if a butterfly flaps its wings, what changes you know throughout time and history or whatever. You they know? they ripped off the Ashton, the Ashton Kutcher movie. Yeah. Whenever he. Uh, Gets molested, I think. That's a big plot point, if I remember correctly. Uh, The girl did, right? He did. No, he gets molested, too, because remember the fucking dad's, like, trying to shoot, like, kitty porn in the basement because they're dressed up like Robin Hood Oh, with him and the girl, yeah. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Then then they kill that chick and her baby by putting a fucking bomb in the mailbox. mailbox. Yeah, I do remember that. You know what the funniest part of that movie was? This is the butterfly effect is the movie we're talking about right now, guys, just just so you don't know. The funniest part is, like, because he keeps going to, like, different lives. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then he has the lies where he doesn't have, like, any arms, and he's in a wheelchair. Right. And immediately tries to drown himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, what? I'm in a wheelchair. Fuck this. <laughs> Reset. Did you ever hear what the, apparently, there was, a like, a deleted ending to oh, that movie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he, like, chokes himself in the... In the womb. Yeah, in the womb, and, like, they're watching it through the sonogram, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. They should have kept that in. That would have made that movie awesome. Mm-hmm. Because that movie's terrible. Yeah. The only way he could make everybody happy was if he was never born. Yeah. It's like, and, an, it's like an anti-wonderful life or whatever. Well, it's like, a, it's the true story of Ashton Kutcher. The world would, would be better <laughs> if he was dead. That's not true. He's actually doing a lot of cool things lately. He's doing a lot of, like, uh, he's uh, doing a lot of charity work to stop human trafficking. Oh, yeah? And hopefully that'll make up for the fact that he popularized the Von Dutch trucker hat for a while. I don't know what that is. You don't remember the terrible hats that people used to wear in the early 2000s? No, I don't really pay that much attention to people. Good. You shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I wear fedoras and people say that's stupid, so... I don't, but I'm a third wave Scott kid, so yeah. it's different. It's different. Who am I to judge, Zach? Exactly. No, but I mean, third wave Scott kids, we all wear fucking fedoras, so... Like, I've got, like, two in my, uh... uh closet. Hmm. I want to say basement for some reason. In, in your chest of drawers? <laughs> in my chest of drawers... But yeah, anyway, Sound of Thunder, go ahead. It was the first movie to kind of go off the butterfly effect thing. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> these guys like invent a time machine and then start getting like hunters to go back so they can hunt dinosaurs. It's the Ray Bradbury story. I think it was his, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a Ray Bradbury story. Yeah, mm-hmm. where the guy steps off the steps off the path and like yeah, crushes yeah. a butterfly in an accident. Yeah, and then that throws everything into yeah, disarray. Then, yeah. In, in, in the story, at least, they come back and like the, the, basically like Space Hitler is now president and the guy shoots the dude and that's how the book ends. Okay. It's a pretty cool little short story, honestly. Yeah, I don't think they go into any of that. They just come back and it's like dinosaurs are still around but they've like mutated and they're like hunting people through like wastelands of the city now it's like the super mario brothers movie kind of yeah <laughs> dustin but like, hoffman but shows like up. darker and like bloodier and shit. dustin hoffman's the mayor <laughs> he's, king, he's king koopa yeah except they couldn't afford him so they got dustin diamond instead so. even better <laughs> oh dude that's that, that's too soon he just died i think oh recently. shit did he really yeah dustin died. yeah that was screech right uh, i think so yeah yeah i think he just died like, oh, about a okay. week ago which is awesome okay well, well i don't care that he's dead i'll be honest <laughs> with you that doesn't bother me in any way yeah i Kind of always heard he was like a piece of shit. So. No, yeah, he was a total piece of shit. He did have a uh, porno, though. So that saves him from it? Apparently he had a big hog. I don't oh, know. Okay. That's, what, that's what I've heard. I've never watched the porno because I don't need to see Screech naked. <laughs> and I definitely don't need to see Screech fucking. That's the last thing I ever wanted to see. <laughs> but apparently he's got a fucking pretty big piece of meat dangling. So, I mean, good for him. Well, did. So. You know. You know what they say. The brightest stars... Shine the shortest time, or whatever the fuck it is. Close enough, yeah. But yeah, Sound of Thunder is just like the worst CGI you could ever mm. dream of. Like, it's it's awful. Like, so bad, like you mentioned before, like bad movies can be good because oh, you yeah. can sit there and like laugh at it and enjoy it. But I prefer bad movies. This, this, was, this was so bad, it's bad. That's, mm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Do you have any movies that are like people consider good that you don't like? Uh, yeah, kind of. From the, uh, uh, the when I did the 365 movies in 365 days mm-hmm. for the Douglas Movies Challenge. Yeah. Uh, one of those that I watched early on in that and then ended up being the worst of the 365 that I watched, in my opinion, was... Uh, oh, God, what's that even called now? I'm trying to think of it. 
everybody loved it, man. I was excited for it. It was that that horror movie from a few years ago, where it's like a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, it it follows. it follows. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I ah oh, man, I hated that. I mean, I don't really have a feeling towards it one way or the other. It was kind of a blah movie to me. Mm-hmm. It had, it was a cool setup. Yeah, I'll give you that. And there are a couple of really cool uh, cinematography shots in there, where if you go back and watch it again, you can see like somebody standing in the background, slowly walking towards, to kind of like almost foreshadow before you even know how it works and things like that. Okay. But that does not save it from being a pretty lackluster, empty. Uh, flick. Yeah, it's like they kept trying to come up with all this like mythology and stuff. Like, there's no way they would know that. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, for they were trying a little like, too hard. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I, th- I I think that movie is so well liked because of um, how I, I always complain about there's never anything new. Mm-hmm. So they did something kind of new, and then people were just like had to like it because it was like, well, what else are you gonna like? The remake of another slasher <laughs> flick that we've done a hundred times. That's like, fair. Yeah. We only get about four horror movies that are like majorly released a year nowadays, anyway. Hmm. And that's part of the problem too, because like horror is not really that big of a genre still. Sadly, uh, sadly, yeah. I mean, it's gotten more popular like recently, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm still following like on Twitter and you know everything else. I, I follow a lot of horror uh, profiles and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. I heard a lot of buzz about it. Everybody was talking about it. And, yeah. If it, the average everyday person probably never even heard of that movie. No, that's... But yeah, the fact that I had it built up from that community of people, I was like, I was looking forward to it. And yeah, I, I think if the movie wouldn't have got overhyped, I think you would have liked it more. Yeah. I, or I, or I, even I if I had gone in not knowing about the hype yet, I think that might have helped. Yeah, I, I it really didn't get oversold to me. I went into it, like somebody told me that it was pretty good, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And like I said, I felt kind of meh yeah. about it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that was... That was a movie. The camera was pointed in the correct direction most of the time, and yeah. the sound mixing was good. <laughs> like, there weren't any in, in terribly bad jump cuts and shit like that, so I'm not going to complain, but I've seen better movies. Yeah, and I think that one also came in a string where I'd seen, like, two or three good ones in a row and then popped that one in. I was like, mm. oh, okay. That's always the worst. Yeah. Because it really can affect you, man. Like, that's why I really like rewatching movies a lot. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, I've seen it before, so I don't want to watch it again because there's so many movies to watch. And I was like, well, I get that, but that noise. but there's also like every time you rewatch a movie, movies you hate, movies you like, either either one, you can get something different. Bro, I'm a king of the rewatch. Like, there's only about twenty movies that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> just like the games you play. Exactly. Yeah. Oh no, I played tons of games. I just don't finish any of them. Oh, okay. Have you ever not finished a movie? That's a good question for you. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I ended up finishing it later on, but it's the first. It's the first and only oh, movie. God, I, yeah, I, why, why did I even ask that? We were just talking about Suicide Squad. That took you like four times to get through. It was three. <laughs> okay, it took me three times. I watched yeah. it twice. Got uh, twenty minutes into it the first time. Got fifteen into it the second time, <laughs> and then we eventually, you know, we duct taped me to the couch down here, hmm. and me and me and you and some of our friends got together, and we watched it. And I was not happy about it. <laughs> I would say, uh, not a fan. Yeah. Not really, uh, you know what? Not my thing. I don't really think I'm into, like, DC characters. That's probably what it is. Just probably. Like, you know, it's just not my thing. But, uh, I mean, the first movie I ever walked out of and uh, and then eventually finished it years later was uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, nice. Me and my dad went to go see that when it came out in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was like... 
fuck, I don't know, eight, nine years old, maybe. Probably, I think I was one. <clears throat> yeah, it was about nine, probably. And me and my dad went to go see it, thinking it was a war movie. Because me and my dad, I mean, like, that's where I get all my love for all my, my, the classic war movies that I love. That's all for my dad. That's what I grew up watching with him. And, uh, so me and him went to go see that thinking, like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go watch a Pearl Harbor movie. Like, fucking war movies are awesome. And then we watched that movie, and we left halfway through it. My dad looked at me, and he's like, this movie fucking sucks. I was like, yeah, no, this is terrible. He's like, let's get out of here. And we just, like, left. <laughs> just got up and left halfway through it. After, I think, the third time that Ben Affleck's character goes missing. Like, I don't remember the full plot of that movie. It was horse shit. <laughs> Cuba Gooding deserved more. <laughs> Walked out of that. Uh, there's a movie I hate that nobody re- remembers, which is Annapolis. No, I don't remember that. I think that was, that might be Channing Tatum. It's probably really? not. It's a guy that kind of looks like him. Okay. I don't know. Pull it up on one of your 15 monitors you got in front of you there, uh, Gidget. I only have one that works. Do so. <laughs> you have Diablo 2 downloaded to your computer? I do. I'm fucking proud of you. That's awesome. It's one of my favorite <laughs> games. Just like Maryland? Like the city? Yeah. The it's like the... Uh, uh, As I misspelled it. <laughs> anal. <laughs> Analyst. Now, Analyst was a great movie. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. You probably do like a Annapolis movie because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like it's because it, it's about the the Navy uh, fucking yeah there we go. This is giving me movie theaters in Annapolis. What the oh fuck? here we go. There we go. Two thousand six. Okay. Was it Channing Tatum? No, that's definitely James not Channing Franco. Tatum. Who is it? James Franco. That was James Franco. Holy shit! No wonder I hate him so much. He was in this movie. I do hate James Franco. I think I've made that point a couple times. Um. Me and my dad went to go see this movie, again, thinking this was going to be a fun uh, uh, war movie. And, like, a guy, like, going to, because Annapolis is a Navy uh, academy. Oh, okay. Think it'll be a fun war movie. And and then it turns into, like, a boxing movie at the end of it. Because, <laughs> okay. you know, like, I mean, the Navy has the golden gloves, and, you know, the silver gloves champs and stuff like that. There's, there's boxing in the Navy and, and in the Marine Corps. Sure. My okay. uh, grandpa was a silver gloves champ in the Marine Corps in World War II. Yeah, it's like the movie was trying to like basically roll uh what's the Men of Honor. You remember that one with Cuba and uh Robert De Niro? A little bit, yeah. One of the uh, dude, if you don't remember it, re rewatch it cuz that movie's fucking awesome. All right. But it tries to roll, roll like that and oh my god, he was in Was he in Flyboys too? James Franco has been in two of the worst uh war movies ever made. Yeah. Was he in The Guardian? No, he's not the Guardian. Because no. that's Ashton Kutcher. These are just movies like Annapolis. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I was like, you're yeah. going to be shitting me. He was but, in the but Guardian. But he was in Flyboys. Yeah. yeah. So he's been in two of the worst. Uh, that was also the same year. <laughs> 2006. Wow. He's just, he fucking really sucks. Why does anyone like James Franco? I don't think they do anymore. Everyone knows his little brother is far more talented. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like born on the wrong <laughs> side of the tracks. You know, rough upstart boy wants to be fucking in the Navy. Joins the fucking Naval Academy, uh, gets in fights with his fucking instructors and shit because he's just he's too fucking different for everybody to understand. He's he's being torn apart, Lisa. You don't understand it. And then um, then it turns into a boxing movie like halfway through. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's 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 a fucking terrible flick. That one, me and my dad did sit through this. Okay. But I, I love that I have two different stories of me and my dad going to see what we think is going to be a war movie, and it's a shitty fucking romance movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
And uh, you would think that me and my dad would like that because that's where I got my love of boxing from. Is from my dad as well. And we both hated it completely. We were like, this movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> like, we, we, we left. He goes, so what What did you think? I'm like, the movie sucked, right? And he's like, yeah, I thought it was a fucking war movie. Like, why did it turn into a boxing movie halfway through? What the <laughs> fuck was that? But yeah, if you don't remember Men of Honor with Cuba Gooding Jr. and Robert De Niro, the, of the first black Navy diver, you need to go re rewatch that movie as soon as you can, bud. All right. Because that movie is the tits. That movie fucking rules. And it's Cuba being Cuba. Because that motherfucker can act. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Cuba Goody Jr. is an amazing actor. Speaking of which, me and Emma were watching... I'm going to get back to the movies that we hate. Huh, that's fine. But me and Emma were watching um, People vs. O.J. Simpson, the Netflix show. Okay. Where Cuba Goody Jr. plays O.J. Oh, okay. Dude, he's acting his fucking dick off in that. No shit. I'm not even shitting you. Like, you get some chills from some of his scenes. And we're only about three or four episodes in. And he's had several scenes where you're like, oh, motherfucker is doing work today. Like, yeah. he, he must be getting paid overtime for this shit. He's working hard. Is that the more like Travolta's, like, one of the prosecutors? Yeah, it's Travolta and uh, one of the dudes from Friends. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Oh, okay. He plays Robert Kardashian. Oh, shit. Never forget, that's where the Kardashians came from. Hmm. But no, I mean, my, my movie that everybody likes that I hate, we already know what it is. It's Inception. Oh, yeah. yeah. I fucking hate that movie. It sucks. I mean, people are starting to come around to your side. There's, there's some backlash against it now. Good. Thank God. Honestly, Shutter Island's a better movie. They came out in the same year. Oh, I was going to say, why are we comparing those two? They came out in the same year, and it's both DiCaprio. Oh, okay. And, but here's the difference. Shutter Island's fucking Scorsese. And fucking Inception is uh, what's-his-nuts who hates Batman. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to say his name. Oh. If I say it three times, he'll show up. Probably tell me how fucking cool his next movie's going to be. When he shows up, we'll be like, Bwah. And I'm like, look, I have friends who really like Inception. You do. Let me take that back. I have a friend who really likes Inception. <laughs> <laughs> I like they could just secretly roast Daniel now. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And it's it's fine that people like that movie. I just... One, it got overhyped. That's a big problem with that flick. That shit got overhyped way too fucking hard. Everyone's like, this is the fucking smartest movie that's ever been made. Like, it's, it, it's so... It's so crazy, you'll never even understand it. And I'm like, it's not even Christopher Nolan's best, like, weird, like, flip... M. Night Shyamalan twist movie ever. Fucking The Prestige is a far better film than Inception. And that's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And Prestige is way better. Yeah, that one's really kind of underseen. Not many people watch. Prestige is an amazing film. It's got everything you want. Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, fucking um, Scarlett Johansson, um, Alfred. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. It's got fucking all of them. It's got magic. David Bowie plays Nikolai Magic Tesla. Johnson? Magic Johnson's in that? That's what you said, Magic. Yeah, Magic. Oh, okay. Don't 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 be that way. There's no need for that. But yeah, that movie's all that movie's way better than Inception. Like the the prestige should have got what Inception got, where everybody was like foaming at the mouth to say how good that movie was. Should've just put fucking Leonardo DiCaprio in the prestige. Let him play Christian Bale's part. Okay. And then there you go. You're all set. It would have made more. It probably would have been, I mean, well, I'm not going to say better, because The Prestige is actually a really good film. But I just, I mean, I don't, I don't get Inception. 
I've also never been able to sit through the entire thing in one sitting. That also hurts it. I get I, I get bored. It's it's a boring movie to me, and it suffers from the whole like because it's confusing, it's got to be well well written kind of thing. And I'm like, no. Usually it's the opposite. When something's well 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 written, God fucking I cannot talk today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so angry. I'm so angry right now about Christopher Nolan. I can't even speak. But when something is well written, it shouldn't be confusing. That's the opposite of what well written would mean. You should understand what's going on. Like you there could be things where you're conflict, you're not sure maybe this is this, maybe this is that, but then it gets some kind of a re- uh, resolution in the end. Don't give me this bullshit of a top spinning on a fucking table while it slowly zooms in, and I'm supposed to be like, oh my god, what am all oh, this movie? Dude, do you have any all oh, this movie? Dude, it's so good. The movie's so good that the fucking writer couldn't decide how to end it. That's how fucking good the movie was. Fuck you. You make a choice and you end it. Only one story gets to get away with not actually having an ending. It's the Dark Tower. And it could have. And technically, he tells you to stop reading before you get to that ending. He, so you can't he practically begs you to. Christopher Nolan doesn't say, hey, just so you know, this movie's full of fucking pomp and circumstance bullshit while I sniff my own farts. And I'm going to slow zoom in on a top for 45 minutes to make sure this movie hits that key five-hour runtime just in case. I'd hate for it to be under five hours. Fucking. Uh, who's the composer? I'm not sure. I forget his name, because he did all the Dark Knight movies as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. He is wasted on Christopher Nolan. That dude is an amazing composer. And he's got to do these fucking horseshit Christopher Nolan movies. Is it Hans Zimmer? It is. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. Boom! Nailed it! Fuck you, Bing! I was faster! Well, eventually. You, did, you, didn't, you didn't know it at first. I got there. I got there. Yeah, you, you I got there. Yeah. Hans Zimmer is fucking wasted on Christopher Nolan. Oh, fuck, dude. Look at this shit. Maybe the Lion King and Crimson Tide and Gladiator. Hans Zimmer's a man. Gladiator's got amazing music. Gladiator's a good movie, too, by the way. The Pirates movies? Did we talk about that on the podcast that I watched those recently? I don't believe so. I had seen the uh, original three, obviously, already, of the Pirates movies. We were just jumping everywhere, and I'm fine with that. That's fine. <clears throat> this is good. This is what a podcast is all about. Just, you know, natural conversations. It's good times. I don't know that it's obvious that you've seen the trilogy, but sure, we can I go mean, with like, that. I figured everybody had, you know what I mean, for the Pir- like the original Pirates trilogy. Like, that was a, a yeah. cultural phenomenon. They everybody were fairly popular. Movies. Yeah. These things were huge. And, um, of course, I like the first one. It's awesome. The second one's okay and mm-hmm. the third one sucks <laughs> the third one sucks so bad I didn't watch the fourth one until recently I think or the fifth one or the sixth one I think I watched the fourth one which one did I watch I watched the one with Selma Hayek in it and uh what's the guy's name who played Blackbeard and he uh Ray Rory McShane or whatever the fuck it is what's his uh, name Ian right? Ian McShane right okay. yeah cause he's he, he's also the guy who runs the hotel in John Wick yeah He's he's been in a lot of shit. He's a fucking amazing actor. Uh, but yeah, he 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 plays Blackbeard. Is that the fourth one? I don't know. I haven't seen anything past the third. <laughs> fucking pull up Bing, dog. Oh. This podcast brought oh, to you by yeah. Bing. <laughs> it's just well, you keep using Bing, so I just thought I would make a joke about it. Well, I'm just using the edge because I would have all the topics saved in Chrome. Oh, so. okay, that's fair. Yeah, Chrome's a good one. I like Firefox too. I I use Firefox a lot. Yeah. Well, I oh, used to. Oh, uh, pirates. 
Pirates of the Caribbean. On Strange Shot. So that is... Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's Penelope Cruz, Ian McShane. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So it is. That, that is the one that I've seen. Okay. So I walked. So I watched this one. Okay. And it is trash. <laughs> it okay. is bad, dog. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen oh. four or five. I thought there were six, but I guess only five. There might be six. I don't know. How many are there? Dead. Okay, so I guess there is six. Because this is five? Yeah. Can I just put them in fucking order so we can know which one is which? <laughs> fucking Bing. Okay, so we got Curse of the Black Pearl was number one. Mm-hmm. Then Dead Man's Chess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at World's End, that was the third one? It was, yeah. Wow, how come only Johnny Depp was on the poster for that? Look at that. <laughs> Johnny Depp was only on the poster for the th- the third and the fourth. Look at that. Yeah. That's fucked. They they told or- Orlando Bloom and Kieran Knightley to get fucked on that third one. That's bullshit. Yeah. Not that I don't love Johnny Depp, he's awesome, but... So there's only five? Yep. Huh. I bet you they're making a six one right oh, now. Yeah, it's, it's untitled to be an inf. So. Oh, okay. So Dead Men Tell No Tales, which you th- would think would be cool, because it's got Javier Bardem in it, and Javier Bardem is badass. But I haven't seen it, nor do I have any kind of a wish to see it. Yeah. But we watched On Stranger Tides the other day because I just never seen it, and I was like, you know what? Like maybe I should watch one of these, and um, it's it's not good. It's was it's really like it's almost aggressively boring. <laughs> it's like it's daring you to not like it. Like it takes all the fun bits that you would like about the original Pirates movies, where it's like you know, oh, crazy is escapes and fun little action scenes and blah blah blah. And then they make them so cook like cookie cutter, boring like one plus one equals two kind of equation like, and it, it it just sucks all the fun out of the room. Jeez. You're like this isn't this is just boring now. I don't, For I'm not two feeling. hours and seventeen minutes. Yeah, and it feels like four. <laughs> there was quite a, there was at one point when we were watching this movie, me and Emma, and it was like a Sunday. I was fairly hungover. And I looked to her and I was like, this movie's got to be over soon, right? This is terrible. And then I looked and we were 35 minutes into it. And I was like, ooh, that's a bummer. <laughs> like, that movie has nothing in it and too much in it at the same time. Does that make sense? It, it kind of does, yeah. It's like they're doing too much, but they're not doing anything with what they have. It's like a shitty made trail mix. They put too many fucking... It's too many extra things in there now. The ratio's fucked up, and I'm just getting a handful of raisins, and I fucking hate raisins. So that's what that that movie is raisins. Yeah, do you see this fact here? That uh, did, did the fact check on it. it. It's the most expensive movie ever made on you Stranger sh- Tides. You shitting me? Three hundred seventy-eight and a half million dollars. <laughs> you could buy an island for that. You could just be a pirate. Like, why would you fucking? It grossed a billion dollars. Look at the gross revenue. Yeah. 1.05 billion with a B. I fucking hate Disney so goddamn much. 1,112 CGI effects that took 10 different visual effects companies. Really? (laughs) I I wish I knew what they were working on because I didn't see anything interesting going on. Oh, it was the first Pirates film to be shot in Disney Digital 3D. That's really part of the reason why it was so fucking expensive. Do you remember whenever that came back for a little bit? 
Oh, sadly, yeah. Is that finally going away? Yeah. Well, yeah, but James Cameron's wanting to bring it back for Avatar. Sequels. Of course he is. Fucking cocksucker. Just go back to the bottom of the ocean and stay there and leave us all alone. That's where he's been filming them, yeah. I fucking... James Cameron has made some amazing films. Why does it gotta be Avatar that he sticks on? Dude. Yeah. He's made so many great movies. I should be the biggest James Cameron fanboy out there. Yeah. He's made a lot of my favorite flicks. And I fucking hate him. Stay back at the bottom of the ocean and take your fucking <laughs> bullshit remake of Pocahontas but with blue cat people and fuck off. I'm done with it. Titanic sucked too. I said it. Still haven't seen that one. Spoiler alert, the boat sinks. Oh shit, I don't need to see it. You're good. Actually, I do because I gotta scratch that thing off on that fucking calendar you bought me. Is that really on that calendar? It is, yeah. Fuck, that means I gotta watch it too. I know. We're gonna have to suffer together. That movie takes so long. You do get to see uh, Kate Winslet's titties in that, though, so that's kind of cool. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, she goes, full, she goes full bush. Oh. I'm not even shitting you. Full bush. Okay. I know, because it was, like, the only part of the movie that I fucking cared about. I remember we had that, um... We had Titanic on VHS. For all you kids listening, VHS was a... <laughs> A platform for film that came out for a while that looked like a big black uh, box that you would put into a VCR and then rewind and then start from the beginning again, and it sucked. It was one of the worst things for film ever, but we got a lot of great movies out of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had the we had Titanic on VHS, and it came in two cassette tapes. Okay. And the second cassette was the only one I cared about because you got the nude scene and then you got the boat sinking, which those are, there's some pretty cool fucking shots in that stuff. But like once the ship starts sinking, Mm -hmm. there's some pretty cool shots. Like James Cameron does come back a little bit. You get the artisticness of James Cameron coming a little bit more. All right. And like, there's some cool shit there, but holy fuck, do you have to slog through a fucking bullshit love story to get to there? Holy balls. I'm pissed that that thing is on that poster. I do not want to have to watch Titanic again. <laughs> Fuck me. I'll do it. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't either. I've gone this long without seeing it. Yeah, and your life's not going to change after seeing it. It's not going to do anything for you. It's fucking, the movie sucks. Yeah. You get some Kate Winslet Bush and some cool fucking um, set pieces of the, sink, uh, of the ship sinking after four and a half hours of nothing. Nothing happens in that movie. It's the worst. Also, there's a fucked up thing about the ending of that movie. Okay. You want me to tell you? Yeah, go. Hey guys, spoiler alert for Titanic. So the movie, the whole setup of the movie is that there's this dude with this underwater team. They're trying to find the the Titanic uh, shipwreck because there's this like super rich... A giant diamond called like the Diamond of the Ocean or some bullshit like that. Some giant diamond thing. This guy's like a treasure hunter, basically, like Nathan uh, Drake kind of style, but like more money. And so it's like Assassin's Creed. Like it's you get to jump to the present. Yes. Okay. It starts in the present. Oh, okay. And then they find this old bitch who is apparently on the Titanic. So they like this dude who is doing this research team to find this ship and find this diamond and all this other stuff. Okay. This guy, out of the kindness of his own heart flies this old fucking bag out to his ship where they're working on this stuff. And then he sits there and listens to her tell the fucking love story about it. Because he's like, yeah, you know, what happened? Where would this be? And she's like, I was, I remember it like it was yesterday. 
it was 1800s and the Negroes were carrying my luggage onto the boat. And then it slowly dissolves <laughs> back into the past. And then <laughs> and it's everybody going on to the Titanic. And now it's Kate Winslet. And so she's on the boat. She's some rich bitch who doesn't matter. And she's supposed to, uh, because she's rich, she's at like a arranged marriage to Billy Zane. Really? Yeah. Okay. Billy Zane's in that movie. Huh. Um... But instead, I guess it was she, the mid '90s. So that makes true. sense. Yeah. I mean, Bi- Billy Zane was a force for it, a little bit. Everybody really forgets was, yeah. that. We, you want to sleep on Billy Zane? He was in a lot of shit for a while. Um. So yeah, she's gonna have like this forced marriage to Billy Zane. She doesn't want to do it. Blah blah blah. It's so hard being rich and white in the '20s. Whatever. Shut up. And then, um, guess who else is on this boat? A plucky poor little cabin boy named Leonardo DiCaprio. I forget what his fucking character's name is. It doesn't matter. Uh, She falls in love with him because he's like poor and showing her how it can be fun to be poor or something. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm not going to give him any of my money though, but it is sweet that you could have fun. I'm still going to go back to my cabin that has a bed on its own and not sleep in this giant filth at the bottom of the ship with you. And she slowly falls in love with him. They have some stupid dance scene at one point where, like, they're in the bottom of the boat with all the Irish getting drunk. And, um, blah, 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 run through all that. At one point, she has him draw her nude. That's when you see Kate Winslet's titties and Bush. And then they fuck. Uh, she's again the whole point of this is that she's telling this story to those people so it's a 90 year old woman talking about how she got fucking raw dogged in the back of a car nice. in the fucking titanic at one point and they, they all just have to sit here and listen to this bullshit there's a car on the titanic yeah oh. um and so then it goes through the sinking you know four and a half more hours pass uh it's it's now probably the next day hopefully you've had a quick nap before you can finish this movie now <laughs> ship sinks <laughs> Uh, he dies, she lives, blah, blah, blah. Then it cuts back to present day, and he's like, wow, that's a beautiful story, but, you know, where the fuck is this diamond at? That's the whole reason I flew your old-ass, bag-ass shit out here. He doesn't say that. He's too nice. Then she walks to the head of the boat by herself to get some air. Turns out she has the diamond with her, and then just throws it off the boat. Doesn't tell anybody, because she's a <laughs> selfish, evil little cunt. And she sucks. And then she dies. I don't know if she dies right then. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Okay. But she dies. And then the last scene of the movie is she turns back into Kate Winslet. And she walks into, like, the giant ballroom of the Titanic. And all the people are there. And they're all dressed up in, like, tuxedos and shit. Like, they're going to have a big party. And Leonardo DiCaprio's there. And he's looking like a dream, obviously. It's DiCaprio. He was a hunk. He's a heartthrob. But here's the thing. So she's dead. And so she goes to heaven, I guess, is what that last scene is supposed to be. But here's why it pisses me off. Okay. Her idea of heaven is going on the ballroom with all these rich people and the one poor dude who fucked her one time. Mm-hmm. And raw dogs blasted a load inside of her on the Titanic and then died so she could live. That's her idea of, like, the perfect afterlife, I assume. But here's the thing. Her granddaughter takes her to that ship, which means that she went home, had kids... Those kids had kids. She was married. She lived a life with another man, had kids with him, raised those kids. Those kids had kids. She raised those kids. She had a giant family life 
And then she wants to go back to fucking getting raw dogged by DiCaprio as opposed to being like, wow, I really miss my husband and my kids and all that shit. Well, maybe they're just not dead yet. So this is this is her heaven until they her die. Her husband's dead at least. Oh, okay. So what the fuck, man? What kind of... And then everybody's like, it's the most beautiful love story ever. I'm like, no, she's a cunt. She's the worst. <laughs> she fucking takes all this dude's money to get flown out there in a ship, tells him a four and a half hour long story about how she got fucking deep dicked throws the whole fucking point like throws the diamond in the water which like she at least could have gave it to him was like hey thanks for listening to me tell the story about how hard it is to be rich and white in the 20s wah and then throws that shit in the ocean and then goes and spends the afterlife getting fucked by the poor little uh italian boy that she met one time what the fuck she's an evil person and women love this movie movie's evil i hate that fucking flick women fucking kate winslet <laughs> i really don't oh god i really don't want to, have to watch titanic again you have to i know but i'm just not looking forward to it okay do you have any other movies that you didn't like nothing off the top of my head <laughs> like i said i usually don't watch movies that are gonna be bad that i know that i'm not gonna like I, I try to limit myself that way i mean you haven't had like a lot of the like to my popular films that you weren't a fan of? Like, got, like, Big for some reason? No, Big was alright. Tom Hanks is pretty cool in Oh, Big is an amazing film. Why didn't you like Big? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Your fucking bullshit-ass humor. <laughs> got a chuckle. That's good enough for me. That's fair. I'm sure I can think of other ones, but yeah. I was going to give you a chance, so. Yeah. When I first brought it up, I said we were going to try to do this for another podcast. That way we'd have time to come up with this. That's fine. I mean, we can just do stuff off the top of our head. It doesn't always have to be totally structured. But no, I can't, though, because that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I, I mean, when you I... put me on the spot, that's why I'm bad at questions, because I just can't think of things right at the top of my head. And this is how you get better. No, it's not. You just... get better by never doing it. Here, we're going to do a couple... In... If something's bad, you never try. Here, let's do a couple imp- improv games to get you set up. Yes. All right, step, step number one in improv is as soon as you sign up for improv classes, uh-huh. yeah. before you go to your class, you want to take a nice warm bath. Okay. And while you're in that bath, open a vein and die. Oh. <laughs> so you can go to heaven and dance with Leonardo So you DiCaprio. can go to heaven and get deep-dicked by Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I kind of want that to be your version of heaven, though. I think that'd be fun. I mean, I think that's everybody's version of heaven. Yeah. Just getting raw-dogged by DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> In a car on a boat. Just getting filled up like a fucking, uh, fucking uh, cannelloni. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess I, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a- <laughs> that's the end of the rant portion. All right. And the rant has concluded. All right. Yeah. We'll uh, take a little break. Yeah, we'll take some breaks and do some topics. To- topic time? Yeah, I think it's topic time. That's right. fair gotta wrangle me in now. i do walmart and target are suspending the sale of pokemon cards for safety reasons what <laughs> what safety reasons i don't so as spotted by a customer in new york target will no longer sell mlb nfl nba or pokemon trading cards as of may 14th quote to ensure the safety of our guests and team members what the like are people rushing it is that what's happening vice reports that a fight related to trading cards in a wisconsin target parking lot recently led to a gun being drawn but thankfully not used do you have any idea how often guns are drawn in wisconsin target parking lots that doesn't count that's not that big of a deal and then last month in brunswick maine 
News Center reported that $20,000 of sports trading cards were stolen. <laughs> These increasingly serious events have clearly led to the suspension of sales. Uh, there's a statement from Target saying that the safety of our guests and our team is our top priority. Out of an abundance of caution, we've decided to temporarily suspend the sale of MLB, NFL, NBA, and Pokemon trading cards within our stores. You can still get NHL trading cards, then. Yep. Nice. I got a shit ton of those. <laughs> guests can continue to shop these cards online at Target.com. We, we ask, please, to our Wisconsin customers, no more uh, drawing of guns at each other. Yeah. No matter whose spot it was that you were parking in. That is... Uh, I mean, I had no idea that trading cards were making a big comeback. Yeah, I didn't either. I guess I was out of the loop on this one, man. And uh, similar notices have reportedly been issued in Walmart with a <laughs> sign that shared in a Facebook Magic the Gathering group noting that the trading card categories have been removed from the sales floor and sales of these items have been suspended due to inappropriate customer behavior and increased demand. Jesus. This is like as bad as like in the 90s when... Mothers were like stabbing each other over Beanie Babies. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you gotta get that Princess Diana uh, bear. That's right. Do you remember how everyone thought those were gonna like be worth money? Oh yeah. And then they like my kid will go to college because I have this bear. They have all these bears. <laughs> my aunt was like pretty deep into the Beanie Babies. Oh really? Thing. Yeah. No, like, I didn't know anyone personally for there that. was a there was a couple members of my family who had like several Beanie Babies. If I'm not mistaken, some. One lady in my family had a Princess Diana bear. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, like, keep them in a box or anything, though. They just had them loose. And so now they're probably just all stuffed in a fucking garbage bag somewhere. <laughs> just molded. He's, like, dead. <laughs> just like Princess Diana herself. Wow. It's an authentic Princess Diana bear. I hit it with my car on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. The energy we're bringing tonight, folks. Don't get mad at me. It's the fucking queen who had it ordered. It wasn't my fault. I wasn't even. Well, I was alive, but were you? Not, not by much. I don't yeah. know. Was it like ninety <clears> three? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I was like one. Okay, so it was you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Actually, Princess Diana died so that I may live. Mm. I'm the true princess of England. Now it makes sense. Yeah, and uh, my my first decree. So we're going to go to the fucking Titanic and we're going to find that diamond that that old bag threw out there. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Back in. Back in <laughs> I'm putting on my crown, motherfucker. <laughs> That's fucking nuts, though. <laughs> it's like, we're not selling these anymore. Go online. We're yeah. done with this. You guys are getting too well, you, you cut off. <laughs> You're acting a little too wild. That's fucking... That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. It's a movie called Twilight of the Dead being developed by George Romero's widow. Okay. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to start off too mean here. Okay. Because I have nothing but respect for George Romero and what he's done for the horror movie genre. He's one of my favorite uh, people. Why would his widow be involved in anything? Just because she sucked his dick doesn't mean she knows how to make a good horror movie. I think all the all the rights went to her after his death. Yeah, but still, what? Why would she need to be involved with it other than like, yeah, sure, go ahead and use of the dead in your fucking like move. Like, there's no need for her to be involved. Yeah, she doesn't know how to make a movie. Go ahead and read the story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, although the late director died of lung cancer at the age of seventy-seven in twenty seventeen, God, he lived a long time. That's his his so widow, awesome. Suzanne Romero, is developing Twilight of the Dead. You have vampires in it. A new movie based off a project that her husband was developing before his death. After working with a team of three screenwriters, she's preparing to begin meeting with directors for the project. Again, why is she involved, though? 
Okay. okay, so she has the rights to it. That's yeah, fair, you know. Yeah. She's her widow. But like, why doesn't she just find a good director and just kind of like be like, here, don't fuck this up, kind of thing? Well, it sounds like that's what she is doing. Yeah. Oh, okay, she's preparing to meet with directors for the project. Yeah, she's gonna try to uh, okay. find somebody. Okay, to... that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. What if it's Rob Zombie? Yeah, yeah. This is the film he wanted to make. Suzanne Romero said, and while someone else will carry the torch as the director, it is very much a George Romero film. Okay, so then I now I'm just a total asshole, and I freaked out. Okay. Yeah. okay. No, that's on me. That's my fault. <laughs> All right. Yeah, before his death, Romero was working on a script for Twilight of the Dead with Paolo Zlati. A final chapter intended to be his, quote, final stamp on the zombie genre. Nice. I really, 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 really hope they don't have fast zombies. Yeah. Fast zombies are horseshit. I'm sorry, but they are. The whole point of a zombie and why zombies are scary is that they're slow and unrelenting and never stopping coming towards you. Mm. And when they're fast, it's just stupid. Apparently, although George directed 2007's Diary of the Dead and 2009's Survival of the Dead, mm. he did not consider those films to be continuations of the story that began with Night of the Living Dead. Good, because they weren't that good of films. So. Okay, I didn't even hear about those. They were okay. It was, eh, Twilight I mean, of the Dead was conceived as a follow-up to 2005's Land of the Dead. I like that movie. Which ends with an intelligent zombie leader named Big Daddy yeah. reaching an uncertain end. I like that movie. Yeah, I don't think I saw that either. Oh, it's it's pretty good. I bet you you did see it, you just don't remember it. That could be. There was a lot of zombie movies. I know. I love zombie movies. I just don't like fast zombies. Yeah. It's no secret that Diary and Survival were not the way he envisioned the series ending, and George knew it very well. Twilight of the Dead was his goodbye to the genre that he created and wanted to go out with a powerful film. Awesome. So... I'd have to look forward to sometimes. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I can't wait. That's actually um, uh, Dawn of the Dead, one of the few horror movie remakes that I don't hate at all. I think the remake of that one was really good. Too it's like they're fast zombies, but they're not like superhumanly fast. You know what I mean? Right, right. And it still gives you that sense of dread. Right? Yeah, but that movie's awesome. Like that's one of the few horror like remakes that I don't immediately like. This is fucking stupid. Like it's actually pretty well done. That has a great opening. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, like, her and her, like, husband and shit like that. And yeah. And just all of a sudden fucking with the little girl out. in the hallway. Oh, my God. A little girl in the hallway is one of the best. I love that shit. She knocks her the fuck out. And she just, like, oh kip so up good. and, like, springboard back to her feet. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's such great, like, unintentional comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it has the best thing ever, which is the, um, they do the little like montage of them like living in the mall. Yeah. To uh, Richard Cheese's you know, uh, get 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 down, down with the, the sickness. sickness. It's yeah. like that's one of my favorite like montages in film history. I love that so much for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just really speaks to me in a lot of different yeah. ways. And the guy hitting fucking golf balls off the roof into fucking zombies <laughs> is hilarious. Twilight of Dead. Looking forward to it. We've got some uh, new news from Mission Impossible Seven. Where Tom Cruise says that a stunt that he does in this new movie is one of the most dangerous things he's ever done. Really? Yeah. He They, they tied him to the side of a plane mm -hmm. for Fallout, just so <laughs> we're all aware of what kind of stunts he's done for these movies so far. Yeah. So, uh, speaking with Empire Magazine, Cruise detailed what went through his mind while filming a free fall while riding a motorcycle. Fuck yeah. For the upcoming Mission Impossible 7. He's quoted saying, if the wind was too strong, it would blow me off the ramp. The helicopter that was filming the stunt was a problem because I didn't want to be hammering down that ramp at top speed and get hit by a stone. Fair. Or if I departed in a weird way, we didn't know what was going to happen with the bike. I had about six seconds once I departed the ramp to pull the chute 
and I don't want to get tangled in the bike. If I do, that's not going to end well. <laughs> Dude, like, is he... Is he just doing, like, the, the Doc Holiday thing where he wants to die with his boots on? Where he's just like, <laughs> like, does Mission Impossible 10 end with us just, like, somebody puts a a slug through Tom Cruise's chest yeah. in real time? They're like, yeah, look at that. He shot himself for the end of this fucking movie. <laughs> Dude, Tom Cruise is the man. Oh, like, I know that he went a little crazy a little bit there with the Scientology thing. and Everybody's making fun sure, of him. Yeah. I want to point out that during all of that, I still had his back because I'm a big Tom Cruise guy. Yeah. I'm on the cruise train. But, um, like, his dedication to action, to action films, yeah. especially, while also being a very good actor, mm-hmm. like, I mean, this guy's the fuck, he's Tom, he's, he's, he's fucking Tom Cruise. What else can I say? He's fucking Tom Cruise. That's all you need to say. It's amazing. And he just keeps upping the ante. Yeah. With every mission possible. Like I said, when I was like, this is the most dangerous time. Yeah, I'm like, they tied him to the outside of a plane <laughs> with like one like ratchet strap. Yeah. And then just took off and then also had to land afterwards because it's not like when they cut from that film that they were just like, okay, I guess we're done now. It's like, right. no, that plane had to go land afterwards. He was just hanging on the side of a fucking plane the whole goddamn time. Yeah. He broke his fucking ankle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, doing the rooftop jump. Yeah, doing that rooftop jump. And then it's the scene they used in the movie is when he breaks his fucking ankle. Like, that's even better. <laughs> Tom Cruise, man, everybody who talks shit on Tom Cruise. He learns how to fly a helicopter in like five weeks when it was supposed to take like six months. Yeah. He's also, he's an exceptionally accomplished motorcycle uh, rider. Yeah. That's why he rides motorcycles so often in all of his movies and has done that since the 80s. He's a big motorcycle guy. He's an exceptionally talented motorcycle driver. He was giving the like stunt drivers problems in uh, one of the Mission Impossible films when there was a motorcycle chase. Because he was better than the stunt drivers. <laughs> and it was giving them problems. And, like, they, they looked slow next yeah, to him. We can't keep up. Yeah, they, he, he was pulling off shit at too fast of a speed. And they're like, no, like, nobody else can pull that off. And he's like, well, fucking get better then. What do you want? Like, fine. <laughs> give me another jacket and I'll film that one, too. We'll just green screen me. I'll film this whole goddamn movie. <laughs> I'll man. chase myself. You fucking cocksuckers. None of you get it. I got my own planet coming. Fuck you. Look, Tom Cruise is insane. I get it. Yeah. But he's the right kind of insane. I'm fine with it. I'm down. I love Tom Cruise. I'll never stop riding that Tom Cruise train oh, yeah. until it turns out that he's like a pedophile or something like well, fucking 85% of Hollywood is. But I'm really hoping that he's in that 15%. It's possible. We'll, uh, we'll hold it out hope. I'm hoping he's the other kind of uh, crazy where we'll be okay. Yeah. Next to be seen in Top Gun Maverick, scheduled oh for so excited. scheduled for a November release. Oh, I'm so fucking amped for that movie, dude. I'm gonna have to like, I might take a day off work for that. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm so excited. Do you? I mean, you know how much I fucking like. It's the uh, 35th anniversary this year of the I know, original. I'm so happy too. It's the 35th anniversary. I'm 29. I love that movie more than anybody else on this planet, except for maybe Tom Cruise. I'd believe it. And Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins made a lot of money off that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to take a day off work for that. You know, fucking half the people that listen to this show know me in real life. They know how much I like Top Gun. That's my shit. Yeah. Moving on to some more fun movie news. Margot Robbie, please say nudes. Please say nudes. Please say nudes. No. Damn it! Maybe the next best thing for you, though, because she is trying to persuade Warner Brothers to bring Poison Ivy to the DCEU. Fucking finally. Ooh, who's going to play Poison Ivy? Uh, Robbie says that she's been actively pushing to get another iconic DC Comics character into the DCEU, 
as she admitted that she is untiring advocate of Poison Ivy being given some screen time, in part because she would love to see the antics of the mischievous duo. Oh, fuck yeah. She says, trust me, I chew their ear off about it all the time. <laughs> when asked if there had been any discussions about bringing Poison Ivy in. They must be sick of hearing it, but I'm like, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, come on, let's do it. I'm very keen to see a Harley-Poison Ivy relationship on screen. It'd be so fun, so I'm, I'll keep pestering them, don't worry. Nice. I really do, I love Margot Robbie played Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like, I was, when Suicide Squad, the first one first got announced, I was sort of like, eh, about it. Like, you know, I was kind of excited. You know, she, I mean, obviously has the look. She's fucking perfect body blonde. Yeah. And she even kind of has the voice. But then you find out that she's a huge fan of the character. And that's my favorite thing, is when actors care about the characters that they're playing. I really enjoy that. And she seems, like, super into Harley Quinn. Like, she really likes Harley Quinn. And so she's just like, look, I'm fucking Margot Robbie. Like, I've got some pull. So I'll make fucking Harley Quinn movies. <laughs> and she's like, I'm like, fuck it. You go, girl. Way to be. Yeah, you, you, you gotta get some Harley fucking Poison Ivy shit. I mean, yeah. I'll, I mean, granted, the animated series has already beat, beat you to it with the, right. the Harley Quinn show. Oh, yeah. Which, if you guys aren't watching that, you're fucking missing out. That show oh, is yeah. fucking amazing. So, yeah, apparently there's a, a second trailer for the Suicide Squad. Would you like to watch that? I haven't yeah, seen sure. this yet. Yeah, no, I didn't I know it was out. This. Yeah, let's check it out. That's so awesome. I can't wait. Dude, I'm so fucking excited. Like, I, I didn't think I'd ever be excited for a Suicide Squad movie after the first one, but this one looks awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. Got my boy James Gunn in there. Fucking Idris Elba, who I'm a gigantic fan of, by the way. Also, he's like a legitimate badass. I don't know if you know that or not. No. He does Muay Thai. He's had like Muay Thai fights. Oh, shit. He could fuck you up if he wanted to. He's a bad well, motherfucker. Well, I mean, that's not that hard. Pretty weak. Yeah, but still, like, he's a bad motherfucker. Okay, okay. So, like, that even gives more credence to it. I like Idris Elba so much that I'm willing to look past the movie that we don't speak of. Yeah. Ugh. And we're not going to. And I'm looking past it okay. because I like Idris Elba so much. Wow. Okay. But, yeah, like, I... If, you, if you'd have told... If you'd have told me, you know, three, four years ago that I was going to be excited for the next Suicide Squad movie, I'd spit in your face. You'd have to, like, shoot it up, though. Yeah, but I'd get there. Yeah. <laughs> but still and now I'm like excited for the next fucking Suicide Squad movie that yeah. pisses me it almost makes me angry and it's a good kind of angry and I enjoy I it I mean you kind of need that you're gonna need to bring that energy I think. yeah we got fucking content to make Doug <laughs> yeah we're gonna watch that for sure mm -hmm. that's gonna wash away all the bad taste oh, I can't wait <clears throat> and then uh got another little trailer for you here oh is this the Venom trailer yeah I haven't watched this yet but you I've heard people like exploding about it on the okay. internet apparently well, it's go. fucking badass you ready for this oh I can't wait how fun is that looking, man? Dude, I can't wait. Like, the only thing I'm worried about with this is that it gets too CGI-y. Yeah. Like, it's going to turn into, like, a fucking, like, a Transformers movie in the end when they have... Because, you know, there's always going to be a giant Venom Carnage fight at the oh, end yeah. of it. And I hope it doesn't turn into, like, giant CGI mush. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it looks fucking great. Like, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm straight, but I'm gay for Tom Hardy, and I don't give a fuck who knows it. He's one of my favorite actors, and he's the man. You got a hearty heart on, you know. You're fucking right, I do. All day. Brock boys for life. I'm going to tattoo to my chest. But no, the trailer looks fucking amazing. Like, I can't wait. Move into some TV news. Your boy Taika Waititi. My boy! He's going to play the legendary pirate Blackbeard. Nice. In HBO Max's Our Flag Means Death. All flags matter. HBO Max. <laughs> See, apparently, uh... 
Our Flag Means Death is the upcoming HBO Max comedy series. Okay, good. I was like, we're not going to like seriously have Taika play Blackbeard, right? There's going to be comedy involved because yeah. you're wasting your time if you're not having him like, make people laugh. Waititi will be reunited with Reese Darby, the series Yay. lead who is set to play Steed Bonnet. Okay. Darby starred in HBO's Flight of the Concords and the What We Do in the Shadows film. Both of which are great. Mm-hmm. While Waititi was the writer and director on the series and the star co-writer, co-director, and producer on that film. Uh, Waititi was already confirmed to executive produce and direct the pilot for Our Flag Means Death which is loosely based on the true adventures of Steed Bonnet, played by Darby, a pampered aristocrat who abandoned his life of privilege to become a pirate. Our Blackbeard is a legend, a lover, a fighter, a tactical genius, a poetic soul, and quite possibly insane, said series creator (laughs) David Jenkins. Only one man could play this role, and that is the great Taika Waititi. We're a thrill beyond measure he's decided to don the beard. I just, like... I, I, I know that this podcast is slowly becoming just a Taika Waititi stand podcast, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I really am, too. Taika Waititi is, like, one of my favorite people who exists. Look at this fucking, fucking picture after he won the best screenplay for writing Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows how fucking stupid the Oscars are. He gets it. He <laughs> yeah. knows it's fucking dumb. He's like, I knew this movie was good anyway. You guys can all go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides video re- review right there in the middle <laughs> of the article, by the way. Yeah. Taika gets it. I fucking love Taika. Blackbeard's on HBO Max. That means I'm going to watch it. We're good. Yep. That immediately popped on my radar. Mm-hmm. Easy. Of... Done. Next question. <laughs> Speaking of HBO Max, we've got some news on the Green Lantern series. Ooh. One of the heroes has been cast. It's Finn Whitrock, who's going to be playing Guy Gardner. That's my favorite Green Lantern. Yeah. I love Guy. What, what do you think? It looks... I think he can pull it off. He better get beefed up, though. Yeah. He's like a little Twinkie right there in that photo. They've tapped uh, Whitrock for a lead role in the upcoming series, playing Guy Gardner, a top member of the Green Lantern Corps, who's described as, quote, a hulking mass of masculinity, and as rendered in the comics, an embodiment of 1980s hyper-patriotism, and yet still, quote, somehow likable. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about Guy Gardner, is he's cheesy, but still fun. That's the best part about it. He's instantly recognizable for his bowl-cut red hair and a fiery temper to match. Oh, yeah. And his sweet, sleeveless, uh, fucking, like, (laughs) double-breasted coat. His, his first appearance was in 1968, but he didn't find his footing as a hot-headed hero until many years later. His overwhelming anger often proved to be his undoing, but Gardner has shown time and again that he's a loyal friend and hero worthy of the Green Lantern's light. You're fucking right he is. I love Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this dude, like, I mean, his hair's not pretty bright enough, for sure. Well, I mean, they're going to dye it or give him a wig, probably, so. He better start doing some cycles of steroids and beef the fuck up, son. He's looking a little <laughs> twinky right there. Yeah. Like, I could fucking handle this dude. I can't handle Guy Gardner, but I can handle this dude. Better beef the fuck up, kid. Other than that, though, I'm excited for it. I, like yeah. it. I love Guy. This is the one we talked about where they're basically going to do what I said you have to do with Green Lantern mm-hmm. and make a fucking, like, Law and Order meets Guardians of the Galaxy TV series. Yeah. Yeah. Again, why am I not running Hollywood? He's going to star as one of a multitude of lanterns appearing in the upcoming series which will feature Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, and Alan Scott, Ooh. Earth's first Green Lantern, who, true to the comics, is a gay man, yep. and many more. The series will also include fan favorites such as Sinestro and Kilowog, yeah. and will also introduce new heroes to the ranks of the Corps. Love Kilowog. Do you? That's my dude right there. <laughs> Kilowog's a man. The first season will consist of ten one-hour episodes telling a story that spans decades and galaxies beginning on Earth in 1941 with the first Lantern. Yeah, that'll be Alan. The series is coming from Berlanti Productions, in association with Warner Brothers Television. 
co-written by Seth Graham Smith and Mark Guggenheim, with Graham Smith also serving as showrunner. Right on. You might know uh, Seth Graham Smith. He's the one that did the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. It's a great movie, yeah. dude. I'm telling you, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start fucking suing people when they start. They keep stealing my fucking ideas for shows and shit from yep. my podcast. And all of a sudden, it's happening, and you know, Daddy's not getting any kickback. The fuck, dog. I should at least get free HBO Max. This is bullshit. <laughs> I was already paying for your fucking DC Unlimited. <laughs> no, this sounds awesome, and like, and like I've always said, I've said it like. A bunch of times on this, I fucking said it like years ago when we first started this podcast. Yeah, you have to do storylines with the Green Lantern. You can't just immediately jump in with one Green Lantern. There's too much lore involved with the Lantern Corps, and the whole thing is that they're fucking cops. So you have to do like Law and Order meets uh, Guardians of the Galaxy meets Brooklyn Nine Nine. Smash them all together. Yeah, give everybody some cool rings. Call it a night. Aubrey Plaza, you're a fan of. Love her. Teaming up with Danny DeVito, you're also a fan of his. Love him. They're both going to be voices on a show called Little Demon. Ooh. Which will be a new animated comedy on FXX. Okay. In what might be a perfect alignment of actor and concept, Aubrey Plaza and Danny DeVito, along with DeVito's daughter, Lucy DeVito, will be voicing a new animated sitcom called Little Demon. It's a slice of comedy set in Delaware. It also features the Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) The new show will feature Lucy DeVito as the Antichrist's daughter of Plaza's character, where they deal with both the challenges of daily life and Satan. (laughs) (laughs) It will premiere first on FXX and stream the following day on FX and Hulu. Okay, right on. In addition to lending their voices to Little Demon, Plaza and both DeVitos will executive produce the show. There's no release date yet for Little Demon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm down. I think, short log line, but it sounds pretty yeah. humorous already. Yeah. Like, Aubrey Plaza is really funny and she's cool. Like, Danny DeVito's the fucking man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And FX makes really good animated comedy series. So, I mean, it's sure. Archer. It's like one, of the best, one of the best things ever. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm in. You got me. Yeah. The next one that I just announced today, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, nice. And Henry Cavill are returning for a Nola Holmes sequel. Nice. You said the first like, one's kind of cute, right? Yeah, it is. Did you watch it? Yet? I didn't yet. No. It's um. I mean, it's clearly aimed for like you know like a a younger like girl crowd. Uh huh. It's still pretty cute and kind of fun. Okay. Like, I enjoyed it. I didn't watch the entire thing because Emma started it before I even like got in i was just kind of hanging around in bed one morning and like she got up she didn't want to lay in bed all day mm. and she was watching it and i came in like i don't know 20 30 minutes into it but oh, i watched okay. the rest of it and, yeah it was it was cute it was fun i mean millie bobby brown's a great actress henry kyvell is the fucking man okay the hardest part for him in that movie was trying to keep from busting all the clothes off of him like the incredible hulk because <laughs> he's so goddamn jacked and perfect and they put him in like those like stupid 18th century like tight like you know, waistcoats and shit like that. You can just tell, like, if he flex too hard, that thing's gonna just explode. Nice. So it looks like he's holding his breath half the time. <laughs> but other than that, it's really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, Brown's coming back as the teenage detective who is the younger sister of Henry Cavill's Sherlock. Mm-hmm. If you dug the original, they got the director and the writer coming back for this film, which is based on the book series from Nancy Springer, which yeah. ran from 06 to 2010. Yeah, I forget who it was they picked to do, um... Mycroft, that was a really good actor too. Oh, nice. And then, uh, Enola Holmes's mother was, uh, um, god damn it. 
I can't remember the fucking actress's name now. I'm so pissed. <laughs> like Tim Burton's like wife slash girlfriend. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter. She's like the like mom. Okay. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Apparently the, the 17-year-old Brown produced the first film and is yeah. producing the sequel alongside her sister Paige. Nice. The first one is, I mean, you know, it's the it's pretty typical young adult sort of man. Like it's not breaking any grounds doing that kind of stuff, but there's a lot of cute moments. There's a lot of heart in that and everybody seems to be having a good time and like kind of getting it. Nice. So it's fun. Like I wouldn't say like you have to go watch it right now, but yeah. if you got nothing to do in an afternoon, you want to kill a couple hours, watch that movie. It's, okay. it's fun. Next one got me really fucking excited. Dude. Hell yeah! They just released today. We got new images for the Masters of the Universe Return. Fuck yeah! So Netflix and Mattel Television have shared a post. Uh, it's going to be premiering globally on July the twenty third. Nice. It'll start with a five-episode series, and we'll pick up right where the iconic characters left off decades ago, following the cataclysmic battle between He-Man and Skeletor that leaves Eternia fractured and the Guardians of Grayskull scattered throughout the land. The story sees Teela reunite the broken band of heroes to ultimately prevent the end of the universe. Nice. Uh, Masters of the Universe colon Revelation is the full name. It's also said to feature much deeper themes, characterizations, and more harrowing battles than ever before with the franchise's fan-favorite characters expected to evolve over the course of the series. So Evil Ed's coming back? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> By Powerhouse Animation, which has just finished up the Castlevania series. Oh, yeah, Powerhouse is awesome. Drops this weekend, actually. Yes. Final season. Oh, God damn it, I have so much to do this weekend. I know. Motherfucker. But this will provide greater detail, modern lighting, and atmosphere. So check out these first images, dude. It's so weird to see, like, HD He-Man. I know. You know what I mean? It's so fucking crisp. Look at that. <laughs> Badass. Guy's so jacked. Yeah. Everybody wants to be He-Man. It captured it perfectly. His hair is still terrible, though. Got the curves on the swords, too. Oh, yeah. Look at that. A little sorceress action. Yeah. Look at that. Skeletor. One of my favorite villains. Oh, I love yeah. Skeletor. Voiced by Mark Hamill now. Oh, my God. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so awesome. How perfect is that? Oh, I love it. Lena oh, that's right. Kevin Lena Smith is even win. Yeah, I freaking forgot. God, there's a lot of people in this. Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith, the showrunner. Lena Headey. Oh, God, I love her so much. Sarah Michelle Gellar is Tila. Yeah, she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Oppenheimer, the original Skeletor, is back. He's going to be playing Moss Man this time. Aw, I was hoping he was going to do the original Skeletor voice for us. <laughs> yeah, E Man. Mark Hamill's the man. Kevin Smith also touched on the design inspiration for the series, highlighting the importance of upholding the classic look that fans remember from the 80s. Visually, we also made the conscious decision to lean into the Masters of the Universe line of toys for inspiration. Mattel owns this entire vast library of that artwork, so right away we wanted the show to open with classic pieces of that artwork. That's, well, that's why they made him look so fucking super jacked. Mm -hmm. And then ahead of the upcoming animated series, Mattel is releasing an all-new Masters of the Universe Masterverse toy line, consisting of six action figures with highly detailed designs to enable fans to bring the iconic characters to life at home. The collection features 7-inch He-Man, Skeletor, Moss Man, and Evil Lynn figures, yeah. as well as a 9-inch Skele-God figure <laughs> and a 14-inch long Battle Cat toy. That's badass. Yeah. Imagine, like, fucking 12-year-old 
Andrew hearing about this for <laughs> Christmas, like you'd be freaking the fuck out right now, dog. Dude, so much. I mean, I already am, but <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like shaking over here. I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited yeah. for this. Oh yeah, you won't see me for a while, and after July 23rd, I'll just be rewatching. I'll be movie. watching it too, so that's fine. There we go. <laughs> Moving to some video game news to close us out here. We got a, another big update on 12 Minutes. I know we've talked about this before. Yeah, that's it's right. It's so yeah. cool. Um, so one of my favorite IGN editors, Ryan McCaffrey, actually got to sit down and play uh, part of the near final build. He got to play for about half an hour. So he got to go through two full gameplay sequences. Oh, right on. Uh, this time, as before, he says, I walked away from my time with 12 Minutes and couldn't stop thinking about it. Where's it going? How's it going to resolve? Who killed the wife's father? But uh, he's getting a, <clears throat> getting ahead of myself, he says. Twelve minutes is, at first glance, extremely simple. It takes place entirely in a married couple's apartment, with the camera looking down on them from above. You play the husband, voiced by James McAvoy, who arrives home, starts talking to his wife, played by Daisy Ridley, Aww. sits down for a special dessert to celebrate some good news that your wife has to share. Then there's a knock on the door. It's a cop, played by Willem Dafoe, it's American Psycho. who barges in, zip-ties the wife's hands behind her back, and accuses her of murdering her father years before, and then does the same to the husband, and ultimately chokes you to death. Except then you wake up. It's a time loop, and the game begins. You must figure out why this is happening and how to stop it. The apartment is small. There's your kitchen slash your living room, your bedroom, your bathroom, and a small closet attached to the living room. Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. It's just great, man. I'm so fun. excited for this. Yeah. Like, hopefully this is something like we can just play together. You know yeah. what I mean? Try to solve it ourselves when mm-hmm. we're playing next to each other. I'll just be drunk as shit and have no idea what's going on. But <laughs> I'll be like, just fucking, like, yeah. suck, suck the cop's dick. Trust me, it's the only way. <laughs> suck it nice and slow. Make him forget about the murder. Yeah. No, this is cool, man. Like, I mean, this is just, it's a fun, it's such a weird, cool, different kind of idea. Yeah. And... It's something that's so on the top, like illusory, simple. Mm-hmm. But it's clearly got like I mean, I th- I think when we first read about this, the uh, creators were saying there's like something like 600 possibilities, some crazy shit like that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. No, this looks like fun. I can't yeah. wait. Still no release date yet, but it'll be coming on Xbox and PC, quote unquote, soon. Soon. <laughs> no, you, you gotta say it like that. Oh, okay. Soon. 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 <laughs> Tonight, you. Tonight, you. (laughs) And then I fucking know you're going to love the next story, because we've talked about this before. But they are finally bringing back Zombies Ate Ate My my Neighbors. neighbors. Hell yeah! In a a package with a ghoul patrol, which I had actually never heard of. I don't think I've ever played ghoul patrol, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, uh, Remember how fucking hard Zombies Ate My Neighbors was, though? Oh, fuck yeah. Great game, but it's fucking hard and shit. Dark Souls can take a suck out of my asshole. <laughs> it's uh, being made by Dotemu, which their recent game was the last year's Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, perfect you know, update of the <laughs> yeah, Streets of Rage awesome. engine. Yeah. And uh, they're also doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, yeah that's so, what we talked about last episode, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Or a couple ago, but yeah. Yeah. Yep, so June 29th, bringing back Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I'll still be playing Mass Effect, I'll be honest with you. So. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm going to buy it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pay, like, I, I'm, I'm not going to play it, but I'm going to buy it. Yeah. And just, like, keep it in my library for when I want to 
whenever I have a controller that's going out and I need to get rid of it soon, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and just play this for a little bit until mm-hmm. I smash it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get both games, Ghoul Patrol and Zombies at my neighbors for fifteen ninety fourteen ninety nine. So that's not bad. Yeah. And if you'd rather have a hard copy, Limited Run Games is handling a physical release. Okay. And details of that pre order will be coming soon. Yeah, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. What a great game that was. Yeah. It's so fucking hard. So hard. Yeah. Hardest goddamn game. <laughs> a lot of fun, though. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's a great way if you feel like buying a new controller, go ahead and use your old one first. Yeah. Play that game for about 45 minutes and then disintegrate that thing in your fucking hands <laughs> when you just snap it in half. Yeah. Or if you just want to, you know, destroy a friendship, just sit down with a little couch co-op with a buddy of yours and yell at each other for taking all the powerful weapons just keep, and just keep stealing all of his health, and leaving you in a corner, just stealing and... all his health upgrades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> that's good shit. All right, that's all our topics, and okay. she is now. Oh, she has descended from the throne room. I think she is here herself in the room. Is she still on the line? Um, you talking to your agent? Because I think it's time to be graced by the presence of the Queen of Questions. Is it? I think so. Okay, she has now graced us with her presence. Her Royal Highness herself. The most curious of all, the Queen of Questions. Hello, friends. Okay, so we've got questions, multiples, from two different people. The first one would be Nocturnal originations pod the natural um um, emissions yes yeah prince uh thing that he's doing now yeah uh let's let's go ahead and give a uh, offense toward brent all right well real real quick let's go ahead and plug uh brent's podcast real fast so that is the nocturnal emissions podcast where you get (laughs) everybody just talks about how many wet dreams they've had honestly i've never had a wet dream myself so it always kind of irritates me but it's because i jack it too much Hmm. Makes uh, sense. That'll happen. No, it's what is it? Nocturnal Originations Pod. Yes. On uh, Twitter. Yeah, the at is at Noct Origins Pod. At so. Noct Origins Pod. Everybody, go out there, give them a follow, and give them a listen. Thank you for the question, Brent. All right. So the question is, well, there's three. Uh, how big is your barrel? Double. Double mm-hmm. barrel. Boom! Took the best answer. Uh, does it burn when you unload it? Does. Okay. Uh, where do babies come from? He's probably trying to figure out where that one came from that he has now. Well, some, it is a cute baby. Some it's... other guy that he's never met, bro. <laughs> I witnessed that baby in real life. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, real quick, uh, make sure to unfollow at Knock Origin <laughs> Pond on Twitter. <laughs> Congrats on the baby. Two drop, go home. All right. Uh, next up is the ever wonderful Josh Lewis. Uh, he asked, "Andrew, are you ready to make some hack movies reunion videos? It doesn't need to be a feature length film. Help mm. me talk strange into it." Whoa! Wow! That is a that's not a question. That was a call out. No kidding! I Holy honestly shit! Think that would be great. Is he like dropping into DMs here? Is that all secret shit? No, that's public. Oh fuck! Oh my yeah, god! That that's, that's, that's on the that's on the. The timeline oh, that's out there in this in the sphere, man. Shit, okay, calling him out. I mean, honestly, did he add him? No, oh, he didn't. Okay, a little bit weak him. on that. Okay, we, we might no offense, Josh, but maybe try adding him next time. <laughs> I um, uh, I mean, I, I mean, Oof. 
do we need to talk to our lawyers before we I, answer this question? I think question? we might need to. I mean, you might want to talk to yours. I'm not actually <laughs> affiliated with the strange universe yet. So yeah, not yet. I'm on the outskirts. However, I do think the like YouTube video shorts series would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. I like yeah. that idea. If I nothing think... else, just meeting up and doing some uh, some some new updated commentaries, I think would be fun just to start oh, yeah. out. Get oh, some yeah. fan interest in it, you know. Definitely. Utilize that YouTubes. Yeah. That's what the hip kids do. I like that. Kev, if you're listening, get in on that. That's a good idea. Thanks, Josh. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect (laughs) the A to Z Corporation as a whole. (laughs) Uh, And then Josh also asks, Zach, are you going to see Bill Burr? If not, are there any comedy shows that you want to see? Uh, I mean, I would like to see Bill Bill Burr, but those tickets are going to sell out so quickly and it's going to be impossible to get up there. Um, really, any comedy show I want to see, just, I don't know, pretty much every comedy show, unless Dane Cook and Carlos Mencia are doing a reunion tour, I'm <laughs> down to see at this point, since we've been under house arrest for a year and a fucking half and then again. Yeah, we'll work on the comedy things after I see the next Blue October show. That's true, we gotta get you there first. But, uh, I mean, yeah, like, I probably won't be able to get to the Bill Burr show, I would love to go, obviously, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That would be cool. Um, I mean, I guess the ultimate goal is to either get down to Austin to get into uh, in Austin, Texas, to get into Joe Rogan's comedy club. He's he's setting up down there. He's always pulling in a lot of guys, or to get up to Akron, like we were talking about earlier, and see uh, Dave Chappelle's comedy club. He's going to make up there. Ohio is a surprisingly good place for comedy. Hmm. Ohio's awesome. There's nothing else to do. May as well be comedic. Yeah, you just you be comedic. You drink cheese and you commit hate crimes that's all they do in ohio, in ohio. true who isn't down for that <laughs> the expression the opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of the a to z corporation and any and and all legal questions should be directed towards i, I, I totally fucking lost it i was there for a little should not exist. i had it yeah. I, fucking had, I had it for a minute and i lost it any legal questions just like stop. your comedy I never had that to begin with, let's be honest here. Okay. I was trying to be nice. Goo. Thank you guys for the questions. We appreciate that. Thank Thank you, you, Queen of Questions. Way to run out of that immediately, by the way. Appreciate it. Halfway across the room. Still here. (laughs) Well, I'm going to need you for the the plugs. Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, I guess we can't, I mean... You know, for your question, I don't know with the with the what's yeah. the the special name for the strange universe what are we calling it strangeville strangeville yeah. for strangeville i mean i as just a a, a fan somebody out out on the link like mm-hmm. i'm not allowed to give any kind of talk towards what the creative decisions are so correct that's on you buddy if you i mean to... that's not on me like you said we got to try to talk kevin into that's it. true we're gonna try to get kevin involved in it <clears throat> i mean you're gonna have to try to get kevin involved in it i'm not involved in this it's on you i'm on the outskirts i'm like mm-hmm. michael b jordan watching i mean it's nice of him to rope me in but i mean it's really mostly on him like he's he's got the influence he's got the persuasiveness yeah he's the one who can hit his goals i'm, I'm not really on me <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm saying Josh. Like Josh is the one that's gonna really be talking him into it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. He he is Nixon, you know. Yeah. So why is he fucking putting it on us then? Yeah, I don't know. Lazy fuck. 
Because he knows it's going to make me uncomfortable, and I'm going to think about it now. I love Josh. It's just fun to fuck with you guys. Um, but yeah, I guess, is that it? That's yeah. all I've got. That was good. That was good questions. Thank you guys so much for those questions. We appreciate it. Um, let's go ahead and give a big sh- big shout out to the new podcast from the new father called the Second. The new third. second father? Second. Hmm? Third kid, yeah. Third, third kid. kid. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Get a hobby. Yeah, Jesus. He has, he has this... several. He does a lot of woodworking. Fucking should have started Throw this podcast. Jesus. <laughs> should have started this podcast six years ago. He wouldn't have so many goddamn kids running around. <laughs> he's just gonna blast me in the teeth the next time i see him oh hey zach <laughs> the oscar party will be fun next year oh my god oh, it's gonna yeah. be great i'm gonna go deaf afterwards bro he's gonna crack me in the eardrum yeah. then i'll learn how to play drums yeah real life sound of metal <laughs> That's weird, right? but no what's the the full shout out i think i was saying it wrong for the twitter handle uh, oh. Knocked Origins Pod, I think you said. Yes. Can you spell it for me real quick? <laughs> it's your chilling gaze. I'm just fucking with you, Brent. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, everybody go subscribe. Follow them on Twitter. Those are good dudes. Love you guys. Uh, thank you for the questions. Mm-hmm. And then, um, see, that was the only question we had that even mattered. The other one had nothing <laughs> to do with me, so I don't care. Wow. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It had everything to do with you. He called you out. That's true. Specifically on yeah, the on He the thinks I'm not cool. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for the questions. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys had a lot of fun. I think I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll check back later. I'll check back later on when I see this thing edited in two years from now. Oof, ouch. Boom. That's right. Everybody's get roasted. It's burn squad today. <laughs> But seriously, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we love you all very much. Make sure to um, follow us on Twitter, at The A to Z Show. That's the number two. Also follow both of us on Twitter. You can follow Varble at BigGuyACV. That's me. And you can follow me at MelchKnowsBest, M-E-L-C-H KnowsBest. Send us all your questions, your comments, concerns, uh, funny pictures, memes, um, Sports bloopers. Those are always funny, too. We also have an email. A2ZShow.ask at gmail.com Again, send us anything you want. If you got a business proposition, probably going to want to go to a better podcast. I'll be honest with you. Other than that, though, I think that's... Is that about it? That's it. I think that's it. Thank you guys again for listening. You are all yeah. the best. And uh, Mass Effect comes out tomorrow, so it's been you know fun working with this you. This has been a fun podcast. You know what? I'm I'm glad we're I'm glad this is our last episode. This yeah. is a strong episode, Dan. It Noah, is. I it think. is. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of content here. We hit all the highs, all the lows, and I will see you guys uh, after the next Mass Effect game comes out. Okay. So I'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. <laughs>